art in the workplace is kind of needed now more than ever because a lot of people are coming back to work after working for many months at home. And so they need something um, to feel comfortable and uh, kind of safe and kind of a soothing environment instead of just going back to work. Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. This is CCB, your host, and we have a lovely story to share in this episode. We've been working on a project called Workplace 2030. It's intended to be an interactive learning environment for folks to experience the design, the new technologies, and the protocols that will help us return to a safer and better workplace once we're able to. To build that better environment, along with space designs that support collaboration and focus, we added more elements of sensory design intended to make our whole selves feel more comfortable in the space. There are functional environmental scents to evoke calm and energy in areas within the space that are appropriate to those feelings. There are curated playlists of music that support different modes of working. And there's a thoughtfully curated art program to promote well-being, to stimulate creativity and productivity, and to support our feelings of connection, community, and overall culture. Our creative lead, Albert Ho, worked on the selection of art pieces that he hoped would work in this special space. To complete that artwork selection, we've gone out to our local community and found a group of young artists who have lots to say and lots to contribute to the environment. Today we're talking with one of them, Mary Vidimic, and so I'd like to say welcome, Mary. Thanks for having me. And we are delighted to have you. And I'd love for you to spend a little bit of time and explain or tell us the story of who you are, Mary. How did you get to, what was the path that you took to become the artist that you are today? Okay. Um, So I grew up in Santa Cruz, California. Um, It's a really supportive art community there. Um, And I've been drawing for as long as I can remember. Um, Some of my earliest memories are of drawing. but I really started getting into painting in high school. And then from there, I started, uh, I went on to study art at San Jose State. And um, for the longest time, my goal was to make drawings and paintings that were as photorealistic as possible. Um, I kind of thought that in order to be taken seriously as an artist, I needed to show that I had a great deal of technical skill. But at the same time, um, I started getting really into photography And the more I started taking photos, the less I was interested in creating paintings that looked the same as taking a photograph. Um, I just didn't really see the point in it. And so I started embracing all of the brush strokes instead of smoothing them away. And I just had fun in the experimentation of being more loose and free and abstract. And so now I try to combine a sense of realism 
in this kind of abstracted dream world in my artwork. So you have uh, on your website, and we'll share that with all of our listeners, uh, there are examples of your photography, and then there also are examples of your painting, all of which are pretty remarkable. And I wanted to uh, ask that question about the photography, how, when you moved into that, um, was the capturing of, of because you do a lot of landscapes, um, was yeah. that a, is that a connection to place or is it just because it's opportunistic? What, what drove you to that arena? Um, I actually really like taking pictures of people, but it was probably more just opportunistic to take pictures of landscapes. Um, but I, I got into photography pretty early on. Um, I was think I was in high school when I started getting interested in it. And it's always been um, just kind of a, a fun way of expressing myself. Um, so you are not, I'm going to ask this question in a funny way, but are you su supporting yourself through your artwork at this moment in time? I'm not actually. Um, right now I work at a tech company, but I'm actually working in a photography studio. So. And at, for the, what, what do you do at the tech company in the photography studio? Right. Um, well, I kind of got into the photography uh, space right out of college. Um, I took a job retouching wedding photos. Um, and I was doing that for many years and I really loved it. Um, because retouching is kind of like painting in, in a way, because mm -hmm. instead of, you know, painting a, a portrait, you're painting away someone's, you know, flyaway hairs or a sticker that shouldn't be on a product or something like that. Um, but right now I'm actually a digital technician. And in that role, I kind of help out the photographers on set and I make sure that all of the photos that they take are completely in focus. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, so it's a very technical role in the photography studio. But you found a way to bring your appreciation for art and the art making into the, this, into your work environment as well. So in my office, there's a lot of um, creative people uh, between the photo studio and also there's lots of graphic designers and web designers. And um, so the gallery night was kind of created as a way to encourage people to be creative outside of work, um, just to create just for creation's sake. And um, I feel like we're always so busy staring at our screens and running around trying to meet these crazy deadlines. So it's nice to like inspire people to to try a new creative outlet and um, to just pick up their paintbrush or their camera or whatever they use and um, make something that they feel excited to share. And yeah. it, it creates a nice sense of community among all of us. And uh, there's always a lot of people who email me to just be like, when's the next gallery night? And then there's other people who um, chime in just to say that it was, that they really like seeing all the talent in the group. and. So there's always people that join every time. So I think that's the, the, the nature of creating community uh, through art is something mm -hmm. that is part of the intention of the artwork in the Workplace 2030 space. And the, that keeping people aware of the creativity that is, that is kind of abounding in, in the Bay Area, honestly, but also that there 
are people you know, within our community who, who are the makers. So there's this connection, not only to the stimulation from the art itself, but to mm -hmm. the makers and, and, and uh, holding on to that awareness. So I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool that, that you have been working in that, you know, world yourself. Uh, yeah, and, I've yeah. got a lot of um, positive feedback from people um, in the office, even the people who haven't really participated in the gallery nights, they're just happy to see, you know, artwork up on the walls and it, you know, kind of helps them when they're feeling stressed out. Or, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going back to that, um, that sensory uh, balance, honestly, yeah. in our lives, and that the more often that we as human beings are surrounded by, uh, you know, positive stimulation for all of mm -hmm. our senses, the more balanced, you know, our, our uh, it's a, a comfort that, that each of us have. Um, and sometimes it's very, very unconscious, but it's, you know, it, um, it, it's that lack, discomfort is the lack of comfort. It's harder to say why, you're comfortable, it's easier to say why you're not. So I think that's, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and, and that it brings joy also is something um, delightful to infuse into the workplace. We feel very strongly about that. Yeah, and I feel like art in the workplace is kind of needed now more than ever because a lot of people are coming back to work after working for many months at home. And so they need something um, to feel comfortable and, uh, kind of safe and kind of a soothing environment instead of just going back to work, you know, so it's nice to have artwork up as well. Um, so, so I'm going to take that little pivot and go into the artwork itself and the, um, the portraits that you do all of the, they're amazing. And I'm calling Thank you. Portraits. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that, um, that process? Yeah. Um, a lot of my, Portrait paintings are variations on self-portraits. Um, I try to bring out a lot of different emotions through colors and textures or uh, paint drips and scribbles. Um, and I love painting the eyes because they're kind of the window to the soul. And I like making portraits where the subject is staring right at the viewer. And the, um, I mean, they are pretty intense. They're also, um, they're very, um, there's that, there's such a layer, there's a complexity to them. It's not, you know, when you're in your realism gone, Mary Vidnovic style, <laughs> <laughs> that um, the, the depth of them, there's, there's much more kind of to it. It's, it draws you in. Yeah. I mean, all of my paintings kind of have a very personal meaning for me and I'm always experimenting with a lot of different styles and techniques. So um, I just try to be authentic to myself unless it's a commission. <laughs> unless it's a commission. Okay, but there, there, you introduced two, uh, two statements there that are kind of topics I'd love to hear more about. One is okay. the, um, the idea of the personal nature in, in bringing the person in, you know, it's your story and you're telling it through your art. So, mm -hmm. um, so how do you, where do you find the inspiration? Um, I find inspiration from many different ways. 
the topic that you introduced in that statement about what or whether it's for a commission i was going to ask whether or not you do commission work and if so you know where does that come from um i have been asked to do some commissions um my latest one was a portrait of david bowie <laughs> um yeah this this one guy who had me do a commission about 10 years ago of miles miles davis and then he reached out 10 years later and asked for uh the bowie so um yeah and then uh, some people ask me to paint portraits of their pets i've done a lot of pet portraits and um but i haven't done any larger scale commissions yet uh though you have had a fairly um a fairly robust showing uh, calendar. You've been in a lot of galleries and a lot of exhibitions. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was, I was very active when I uh, lived in Santa Cruz. There's, it's a very supportive artistic community there, and so there, there are so many different places where I could show my art in that area. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, I, I, I keep going back to, I, I love the, the landscape paintings. I, I mean, I really do because they're all these stories. And yeah. I'm curious, are they, uh, you know, were you, did you visit these places or are these from photographs as well? Uh, no, I visited all of these places. Um, usually they're places that I love or that have some sort of uh, meaning to me. I have a lot of paintings of San Francisco, Bay Area. Um, I did a huge series of Greek paintings. Um, I was at a Greek festival many years ago, and I, I had a booth set up to sell all of my uh, Greece paintings, and it's one of my favorite places to visit. Um, and most recently, I did a series of paintings of the Santa Cruz Mountains, and um, I auctioned those off to raise money for the uh, fire relief fund for all the stuff that's going on right now. You're, um, thank you, that's, you know, that's, uh much of what you're, the story that you're telling us has to do with mm -hmm. community, which is, which is wonderful. That, um, and that is one of the reasons uh, that why we have the art selections that we do, because we're celebrating the community and we're celebrating yeah. that community awareness uh, and folks that are interested in giving back. Not only are, are you making things, but you're also giving back, which is which is beautiful. So, mm -hmm. as a as a uh, as a piece of the the art uh, program at Workplace Twenty Thirty, we're going to be facilitating perhaps the sale of the of your artwork. And and if we do have make a sale, you have asked for it to be contributed to a certain uh, cause. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about that if you'd like to. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be donating a portion of my sales to the Endometriosis Foundation of America. Um, it's a disorder that I have. It's um, one in 10 women actually have this disorder. Um, it causes severe pain and it can lead to infertility. And despite how common it is, it's also very misunderstood and misdiagnosed. Like in my case, um, I probably had it from the time I was 12, but I didn't actually get diagnosed until I was 27. Um, yeah, so a lot of doctors just kind of told me that my pain is normal and kind of just sent me on my way. Um, so it just, it takes a really long time um, to be diagnosed. And the only way to be diagnosed at the moment is to undergo kind of unpleasant surgery. So 
Um, there's, there's no cure for it yet, and there's not a whole lot of treatments and not a whole lot of options. Um, so this foundation helps women recognize the symptoms and um, it helps fund some very much needed research in this area. So it's a good cause and it's a really personal one for me. That's, um, thank you for sharing that story because it is, it is very personal, but it also is uh, that contribution back to, to greater good. So I think um, there's a, uh, you're, you're weaving in all of the intention in this conversation for the art program at Workplace 2030 that, you know, it, it wants to build community. It wants to help people become more aware of what creativity there is in community. Um, and it mm -hmm. wants to also uh, kind of open people's heart. I talked about joy, uh, but it also is kind of opening people's hearts to, you know, how, how grateful we can be for what we have. Because the return to the office is going to be um, a joyful thing for many people. It also might be kind of a little bit challenging for some who are more concerned and you know have that uh, anxiety about being out in in the um, in the public space again, um, mm -hmm. and so to to make them feel more at ease, the nature of the art was uh, was selected with that in mind. So we're very grateful to have you as a, as a member of the art program. Um, what else would you like to share with the, with listeners? What else would you like them to know? I'm really happy to be included in this project. And I feel like art in the workplace is really needed right now. Um, so thanks for including me. <laughs> Certainly. Where, uh, where, where do you think your art is going to take you? Do you have any, I, um, I hope I can become a full-time artist at some point, but for now I'm, I'm really happy in the space that I'm in being able to work in photography and in art. So, Mary, I want to say thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate uh, you sharing your thoughts. I am here to tell you Mary's work is beautiful and you will appreciate it. 